Hello, this is an unoriginal audio art hole, 48, as from the 24th of March. That week I'd been in Spain and I'd been planning in and out of conscious thought what I might say for audio art hole 48. And because the week before had been St. Patrick's Day, and I hadn't heard at the point I made the audio art hole that Ender Kenny, the Prime Minister of Ireland, had reminded Donald Trump, the President of the United States of America, that St. Patrick himself had been an immigrant, which I really liked. I also thought it hilarious in a very bleak way that Donald Trump recites an Irish proverb, which was neither a proverb nor Irish. And so thinking of such light-hearted aspects of very dark times, I was prepared to speak of immigration because also I was going to be in Toledo on the 23rd and 24th of March. And I was going to be seeing the paintings of El Greco, which have always meant a lot to me. I loved learning about El Greco when I was very young. I loved that raging discussion, which I think no longer rages, as to whether his eyesight was defective. It was as if art art critics or art historians had turned optician for the purposes of taking away what was for me the great vision of El Greco was elongated anatomical forms was extraordinary hands just painted so sparsely you know, when up close it's quite miraculous I bought a set of coasters of that hands of the saints, which was somewhat absurd, given that I've been clearing well, better knickknacks than cork coasters, and uh, clearing as in binning and throwing away treasures of a lifetime, only to go and consume more. I saw the wonderful painting of the burial of the Count of Orgath, um, for which you have to file in among so many visitors, tourists from so many countries. And it is a remarkable experience because once in front of that painting, it is really a communication with that work, with its very distinct three sections, and I was really struck by the three sections, both independently and as one. See the little boy in front of the painting, who I did remember hmm, in the enjoyable days of art history, being something of a storybook, especially of the ins and outs of beds of certain artists, 
And I remember knowing that the little boy pointing at the burial, pointing at the saints, the young and the old saint, burying the count, was the love child of El Greco, the much-loved love child, apparently. And, of course, the middle section, very sort of strong in my memory of the group, that horizontal group of grandees dressed in formal black with their white collars, each with faces of enormous individual human experience. And despite or because of the uniform of grandeur, looking out, looking at each other, looking down at the proceedings. And then, of course, above that, this dreamy, psychedelic passage of paint that is going up, in which the soul, as a, as a baby, but not a, not a distinctly drawn baby, is moving up to be greeted by the unknown forces, in, in this case, of course, personified by Jesus, Mary, Peter, Saint Peter with the keys. And it was an, an extraordinary experience. I hadn't seen that painting since I was a girl, 19. I'd rather forgotten the actual experience, but it came back to me. And I think I had been alone, or among very few others that first time. But this time, I was in a very crowded, crowded space as I say, with visitors from all over the world. And this is what really struck me and, and tormented me, this, uh, the idea of being the innocent tourist. And remembering the events in London from the day before sudden and, and tragic massacre on, on the bridge and of the policeman just going about his daily work, the rhetoric attendant to, to that daily work struck me as rather terrifying, Suez Canal era language, defence of democracy. He was defending democracy. Calls for and calls upon and bombastic references to British fortitude and resistance and life going on. I just thought of all those visitors coming on school trips, anniversary holidays, and really felt the the absurd, the cruel absurdity of it all, in fact, was very inarticulate, and that particular state took the form of far too much. I couldn't say nothing, so I just said too much. And in trying to remember that particular audio art hole, I, I feel the same thing. It's coming upon me. And as I bought 
another knick-knack, the little disembodied hand of Jorge Manuel, I think his name was, El Greco's love child. I thought, how strange, the buying of souvenirs is. And I thought of those tourists on the bridge coming to see the great gothic monstrosity that is the House of Commons and that world-class child, Big Ben. And I'm feeling a deep, a deep sadness for us all and somehow finding relief in just looking at the paintings of El Greco and thinking of lives beyond this realm in the way that those paintings cause me to think or feel sort of transcendental I guess and how absurd it all is and of course I'd been guffawing with laughter at the bright side of British absurdity via a Guardian short film I'd watched some unapologetic Brexit voter, an expat Brit living in a in a Union Jack festooned enclave on the coast of Spain. Of course, you know, I had to check my own ah presence there. But at least I could say Tienes fuego? Un cenicero, por favor. Oh, there's nothing at all easy about remembering the difficulty of trying to put out the audio art hole on that day. I, I did really feel that Steve Bell said it well. His cartoon was just a picture of the empty bridge with bloodstains on it in the background, the House of Commons and Big Ben and crisscrossed across the picture was that yellow tape of incident and emergency and across the tape just the letters WTF, WTF repeated yes, well mm. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.